Hey guys, super quick pre-roll today and slightly off topic um, today because besides all the technology, innovation, business intelligence, business topics, we have one other thing we do love most and this is about music. Um, and that's why we just decided to start with our own Spotify playlist. Um, that means every Monday morning um, we publish 10 new songs of a specific genre. Um, you can find that on Spotify. It's called Monday Take Off. And we, we started that today with 10 songs from hip hop to rap. And um, next week we will go into a completely different um, genre. So make sure to check out that playlist. Kick off your Monday um, with the best songs you need for. And as I said, today with rap, hip hop, um, 10 songs you should listen to. Monday take off, find it on Spotify, enjoy it and let us know what you think. And now let's go into the podcast. All right, we are back with another episode of the ID1 Audio Experience, a very practical session again today. As you know, from, from time to time, I, I love to do some, some um, practical sessions. Um, not going too much into visionary um, topics and strategic topics, but really back to the roots and provide some some practical value for um, for you guys. And today, um, this will be focused on the topic of key performance indicators, of course, <laughs> again. And I would like to share with you um, five essential, super important best practices, best practices to improve KPIs to, how to say, to elevate your KPIs to a or to the next level. And I think this is, is always a good idea, right? Boosting KPIs, the usage of KPIs, um, using best practice from, from people who deal um, with KPIs is never a wrong idea. Um, and I think especially in, in, a, in a situation as we're in right now, and I, I still hate to say that again and again during this pandemic situation, um, companies, a lot of companies I talk to, they, they start to rethink how they use KPIs and how they can improve with their, with their um, KPI usage. I think some companies are, are even forced to, to establish entirely new KPIs and, and others have to, to rethink their, their strategy, how they, they deal with KPIs, how they communicate KPIs, how they distribute KPIs, um, regardless of the situation you are in. Um, I think the five tips I will provide to you in a second are helpful in, in every situation. Either you're hit by the pandemic situation or not, it will definitely always help to move to the next level with your um, KPIs. It's, it's always like calling my, my, my five really most important best practice I, I like to share with clients, with, with colleagues um, and with, with any other person who's interested in this very specific topic of key performance indicators. Um, so let's get it started. My very, very personal best practice number one, and if you are listening to my podcast for a longer time or if you've listened to that post podcast for a longer time, this won't be a, um, a surprise to you. My first and probably 
most important best practices bring your KPIs to the smartphone. And as I said, I, I, I've been yelling this at everybody who's listening to my podcast, at every client, at everybody who wants to talk about KPIs. Um, even before Corona, um, this is the most important aspect. If you are relying on a KPI solution that is a, or let's, let's rephrase it, a KPI solution that A, doesn't offer mobile access to your KPIs or B, does not provide a perfect user experience on smartphones, on the smartphones of your users. You really should start acting. You should start to do something right, right, right now. You should start bringing your KPIs to the smartphone. This is the most important best practice, most important advice. And that doesn't mean to enable your users to access the KPIs with your smartphone. For example, enable a browser access and then um, some, some guys can, can open the, the browser on their iPhone and, and go to website and log in and, and see a, a, a crappy website. This is not the idea. The best practice of bring your KPIs to the smartphone defines a mobile availability as dedicated and seamlessly integrated app. A KPI app that allows Swift, that allows easy, uh, allows to easily access all relevant information. This is what KPIs on the smartphone is about. Super, super important. Best practice number one, very essential. If you're not having a KPI solution that can be used seamlessly and easily with a perfect UX and a perfect UI on the smartphone, you should start doing something now because life happens on the smartphone and not on a desktop PC in the office. Best practice number two, very practical, very detailed, think your KPIs dynamically. And this is actually a, a um, best practice or a, an, an advice I've started to promote uh, late 2019, I think. Um, uh, I, I put together some trends and, and up, upcoming um, um, developments in the area of KPIs and therefore the first time I described the relevance of dynamic KPIs, especially, especially in today's rapidly changing world. Um, dashboards with a, with a fixed set of KPIs, they're just no longer state of the art. You have to get used to that. And on the contrary, you have to set up solutions and processes that allow you to adapt to new KPIs and replace or adjust existing ones super, super fast. And very important thing, the current pandemic literally, actually, super powerfully, hope <laughs> that the right English wording underscores the relevance of this best practice. From one day to the other, you needed entirely new KPIs. Some of the KPIs you've used for the last 10 years are no longer relevant for the moment. So you have to be able to change KPIs. There are some KPIs, um, I always like to call them evergreen KPIs, that are relevant forever and has been relevant for the last XYZ years. But there are a lot of KPIs that are only relevant for a certain period for a certain, um, for some month in a year, whatever it might be, you have to think KPIs dynamically. It's not a fixed dashboard with the same and same old KPIs for each and every day. Think them dynamically, super important. 
Um, best practice number three, this is a very innovative practice, but I still want to share that with you because I, I, I totally believe that it is time to explore that area. This, this is about start discovering I'm not talking about using because we are really, really early in, in, in that case, but you should start discovering the aspect of smart KPIs. And, and this is probably one of the, I, I genuinely believe that this is one of the hottest new concepts when it comes to KPIs. And simultaneously, it is one of the most essential best practices because you have to start to discover that right now in order to um, to unleash that potential during the next month and years. The idea behind smart KPIs is you're not calculating only three or four or 10 or 20 KPIs, but you start to calculate hundreds and thousands of different KPIs. Now, if you ask, how, how should I do that? There are different ways, for example, apply all possible dimensions to KPI. Compare KPIs with a similar KPI or with the KPI of the previous day, the previous week, the previous month. Compare the KPI with average values, with targets. Put them in context with other KPIs. But there are many, many things. You, 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 should, you should not try to set up thousands of different KPIs, but you should try to calculate certain KPIs in hundreds and thousands different ways. Now, by doing so, you, you quickly end up with a lot of different KPIs. Now, why do I call them smart KPIs? The smartness starts when it comes to providing the KPIs to your users. Because instead of showing all hundreds or thousand KPIs to your users, you only show the essential ones. And therefore, you're not only providing KPIs, but a very, very smart knowledge that drives new insights. So you need some technological component that runs through all the KPIs you've calculated and identifies the one that are really valuable and that provides insights to your users and then push out those KPIs. Probably you only end up with 10 or 15 or 20 KPIs that are selected out of the um, hundreds and thousands KPIs, but those are then super, super relevant and provides new insight, provide new insights and knowledge to your, um, to your employees, to your users. I always like to call that this the um, combination of advanced analytics and traditional KPI usage. And this field is really, really powerful. Um, we're starting with that right now, but you should start discovering that um, right now in order to really to, to make use of the potential during the, the next um, month and years. Um, best practice number four, practical again, practical, practical, mix your KPIs. This is somehow related to dynamic KPIs, but it's, it's a bit more detailed. Um, I think if, if you want to, pre to provide awareness with your KPIs, if you want to provide insights, knowledge, um, this is always about the perfect mixture of your KPIs. And this is similar to any other product. The composition of the ingredients is essential. And my very strong advice in this context is to mix KPIs. Um, I'll, personally, I love the mixture. I always call it 60, 30, 10. This a approach we use very often when doing KPIs project with our clients. Um, that means 60% of the KPIs are evergreen KPIs. I already mentioned that those are the ones that have been around for centuries and they will play a significant role in the future. 60% evergreen KPIs. 30% of your KPIs should concentrate on the aspect of dynamic or temporary KPIs. 
these are the KPIs that are important for a certain period for particular projects or specific circumstances. 30% different dynamic KPIs and you constantly exchange the dynamic KPIs. And 10% of your KPIs should focus on, on new aspects, on, on new areas. This is your, your trial and error KPIs. You can use them to, to test if they really support your stuff, if they bring value, if they provide insights. And if not, you throw them away and try something new. So 60% evergreen, 30% dynamic KPIs, 10% playground to test new things. The, the perfect mixture from, from our experience, how to use KPIs on a KPI dashboard. Now, finally, my best practice number five, and please, please listen very carefully because this is so super, super important. Best practice number five, keep your KPIs minimalistic. This, the last best practice I have for you, but I think this is really the fundament for everything. And I've personally written tons of posts about how to set up, how to design KPIs from a, from a conceptual point of view, from a um, visual point of view. Nonetheless, this is done wrong so very often. Still, still, still. Please, please do not over-engineer or overthink your KPIs. Keep them straightforward in both their definition or calculation and the design. Having complex KPIs that no one understands or a design that no one understands is the absolute killer. It will kill every dashboard. No one will use it. And I can tell you this best practice sounds kind of trivial, but actually it is the most complex. It is more complex than any IT um, framework or um, infrastructure behind the KPIs. It is more complex than getting the data. It's more complex than defining the calculation. Keeping KPIs minimalistic is the most complex, but the most essential part. People, employees, users have to look at KPIs and understand that KPI in a split second. This is always the goal we try to achieve with the KPIs we design. Any other KPIs that requires explanation, that requires documentation that no one understands are simply irrelevant. So please, please try to keep your KPIs minimalistic. And one important thing, minimalistic does not mean that you should only calculate very, very simple KPIs. Exactly the contrary. You can have complex KPIs, but still making complex KPIs minimalistic, this is the huge challenge. How to visualize, how to um, provide a complex case with a minimalistic KPI. This is the true challenge when it comes to KPIs. So please, please keep your KPIs minimalistic and bear that in mind whenever you're starting a new KPI project. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it 
really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.